back to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I will share with you one of my favorite Jersey Shore towns, Cape May. Cape May is located at the most southern tip of New Jersey. It's also known as Exit Zero. It's about an hour and a half from Philadelphia and two and a half hours from New York City. There's also a ferry that goes between Cape May and Lewis, Delaware. The crossing takes about 85 minutes, and you can bring your car on as well. So if you're coming from the south, the ferry could be a good option. Cape May was named after a Dutch captain, Cornelius Jacobson May, M-E-Y. His name was spelled incorrectly on a document, and it was spelled as M-A-Y, and it stuck, and the town became known as Cape May. Cape May is also known for lots of pirate stories and history, the most famous being that the pirate, Captain William Kidd, left buried treasure somewhere in Cape May. It's the oldest seashore town in the nation, and in 1766, it became known as a resort for like health and pleasure for mainly people from the Philadelphia area. They would come by horse and carriage back then. It wasn't until the 1960s that the resort town really took off. Grand Victorian mansions were built for wealthy industrialists and plantation owners. Back in the day, Grace Kelly, Henry Ford, Joe Kennedy, and Frank Lloyd Wright would vacation in Cape May. It was also a haven for artists, including Norman Rockwell and Andrew Wyeth. So as you can see, there's quite a history to Cape May. Um, More recently, Taylor Swift and Oprah have been spotted in Cape May. Taylor Swift is from Reading and has spent some significant time in the past and even came back recently to visit. Oprah was there both in 2013 and in 2019, visiting some of her favorite places. And she featured all this in one of her magazines, um, her her magazine O. So she featured a whole um, episode or a whole um, article about Cape May. So what's Cape May like today? Well, it's the only shore town, aside from Atlantic City, that's open year-round. The busiest season is in the summer, but spring and fall are also very popular. There's festivals and events year-round. Even Christmas is wonderful. There are horse and carriage rides, and they're really special at Christmas because you can, like, snuggle under a blanket and see all the Christmas decorations that are all over the Victorian mansions. Also, Cape May is a huge foodie destination. So back when magazines were really popular, Gourmet and Bon Appetit would feature some restaurant or a whole bunch of restaurants in Cape May at least once a year. There is a large collection of fine dining, and many of these restaurants have been there for 30-plus years. There's the Union Park Dining Room, which is like a French steakhouse, Washington Inn, which is set in one of the beautiful Victorian mansions, and then 410 Bank Street. And I'm going to laugh because every time I think of this restaurant, it's a French seafood place. And I went, honestly, about 30 years ago with my friends, and my one friend, Judy, ordered soft-shell crabs And the look on her face when she found out that you eat the entire crab, shells and all. 
She was a really picky eater, and none of us heard her ordering it or we would have stopped her. But I have such fun memories from 410 Bank Street, I can tell you that. Um, Also, the Ebbett Room. It's a wonderful high-end dining room, and Oprah ate there in 2019. They have an amazing cocktail bar. Um, I was just in Cape May this weekend, and it's May 2023. We went to uh, a restaurant that just recently opened um, in 20, I guess, 2022, which uh, is kind of unusual because I've said a lot of these places have been around for 20-plus years. It was called the Cricket Club. And it was a lot of fun. There was live music Friday and Saturday and a DJ spinning vinyls on Sunday. For me, the highlight was the amazing oyster stew. And they also had very unusual sandwiches. They were like a combination um, of a po'boy, which is like a New Orleans sandwich that has like fried shrimp on a baguette, and a banh mi, which is a Vietnamese sandwich, which is also on a baguette with they add like pickled vegetables and stuff. They called their sandwiches pomies because they did a, a combination. And my sister got the oyster pomi and just absolutely loved it. I will call out one restaurant on the opposite end of the spectrum, not a fancy place. It's called Tommy's Hot Dogs. And there are countless options. They even have things like hot dogs with mashed potatoes and pa- potato chips on them. I've tried, even tried their carrot dogs. Now, I smothered it with cheese and chili sauce, and it tasted exactly like a hot dog. But they have like 40 different types of hot dogs on the menu, so I highly recommend Tommy's. There's also a very wide choice of accommodations today. You can stay in a beachfront hotel, but there's also lots and lots of bed and breakfast. And they're in big Victorian mansions, and even some just Victorian smaller homes. So there's a huge range. And a lot of these used to be very old-fashioned, like they looked like someone's grandmother's house. But today, you have a mix. A lot of those Victorian B&Bs are being redone, and they are very high-end, very modern. Um, So take a look, and I think you're going to just see there's something for everyone today. So maybe what should you do while you're in Cape May? Here's some things I would suggest. Walk the Washington Street Mall. This is an outdoor area with shops and restaurants. You can find art galleries like ice cream shops, nice boutiques, gift stores, even places just selling like Cape May sweatshirts. Another thing to do would be to drive or walk or better yet, rent a bike and ride on Beach Avenue. This is the road that's along the shore, and you can see all the beachside hotels, the mansions, and the restaurants. You can also sit on the beautiful Cape May Beach, which is very wide, to obviously sunbathe or read a book. Another thing you could do, let me see here, another thing I think you could do would be definitely go to West Cape May. It's all of about a couple blocks away, so it's not like something you, you would even need a car for. Um, You could ride a bike or walk. There's the Willow Creek Winery, which is beautiful, and it's right next to a place called Beach Plum Farm. And this is a picture-perfect farm, growing herbs. They have free-range chickens, and you can feed them. They have pigs. They have a little store, and then you can also have some breakfast food or snacks and sit outside and enjoy it. They don't sell alcohol, I think, but you can bring it from the winery next door. 
but they do farm-to-table dinners and private events. And the farm-to-table dinners are year-round, but in the summer, I think there's three to four a week. And you really have to reserve in advance. They're like 120 a person, not including alcohol. It's a BYOB, but the food is that high-end. So, um, And I've heard they book up, believe it or not. So that would be a really fun thing to do. You can also whale or dolphin watch. There's boat trips that you can go out on. And there's also fun beaches you can find. In addition to the big area in Cape May, you can go to this area where it's called Sunset Beach. And there's a a stone called the Cape May Diamond. And Sunset Beach is where you can find a lot of them. We walked there this weekend and my friend found a whole handful. You can polish them. And they're clear stones, and when you polish them, they get really shiny. But you can send them out and have them cut with facets, just like a diamond ring, and they will look exactly like a diamond. There's a nice gift shop there where you can actually see that they've done a lot of that, and they sell Cape May diamonds in earrings and, and in jewelry, so you'll see that. It's, it's really interesting. You can also visit the Cape May Lighthouse and find some of the small secret beaches close by. So Higabee Beach is one of those. And when you go there, you can it's a great place to watch the sunset, but you can also watch the Cape May Lewis Ferry come and go from that point. I probably should mention that my parents have a summer house about 15 minutes from Cape May. So I have been visiting this area my whole life. And I'll go ahead and share some of my personal favorites. I can't go to Cape May without visiting Congress Hall. It is the best and the most iconic Cape May Hotel. It's a huge yellow building. It's at the end of the Washington Street Mall, like a little bit catty corner. You can't miss it. There are giant American flags inside and outside, and they're always giving tours of the hotel's history. But you can just walk straight through and go outside to the beautiful backyard. It's a huge courtyard with a really pretty outside like bar and a large row of rocking chairs. There's a massive grass area where people play games like the cornhole toss. Sometimes croquet is set up. Oprah stayed here in 2013. It's just, you will feel swept away like to another era. Also, check out Elaine's Dinner Theater. When we were young, we would go every year to this place and they would have a haunted dinner theater show and we just loved it. Today, the place is completely transformed. It's a venue for music events, and there's an outdoor bar and restaurant as well. You have to check out the schedule of events. This weekend, we forgot to, and they had this great benefit for a local animal outreach, and it was a Kentucky Derby party. We really missed out because we actually were home watching the Kentucky Derby, and we could have been there where they were making mint juleps and, you know, having live music and feeling like that we're really part of the Kentucky Derby. Also, every year, my mom and dad take me to breakfast for my birthday in Cape May. And some of my favorite places are the Mad Batter in Cape May, Bella Vita Cafe in West Cape May, and Sea Salt, which is a Long Beach Avenue. So if you happen to be there, try some of my favorite places. Some of you might wonder... Why I'm not mentioning Uncle Bill's or the famous Lobster House? Personally, I think they're very touristy and overpriced. I'm not a fan. They don't really have any atmosphere at all. The food is okay. You could definitely do better. 
But if you're pulled in by these places, no worry. You will have a great time. And actually, Taylor Swift went to both of these restaurants on her last visit to Cape May. So, but I will tell you, in in kind of concluding this, Cape May is really my favorite pick for a perfect romantic getaway at the Jersey Shore. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Travels with Alicia. You may have noticed that Cape May is definitely a favorite of mine. I hope that you get to enjoy it someday as well. Stay tuned for more Travels with Alicia.